FinTech Hunting is hosted by Michael Hammett, JD, CMT, keynote speaker, author, and founder and president of Next Level Advisors. Join Michael as he seeks out tech visionaries, leading lenders, trailblazing executives, and other financial influencers to bring you actionable insights and lead generation tactics, all centered around industry greatness and success. We would like to thank our 2022 FinTech Hunting Sponsors, Encelerate, Equifax, WFG Enterprise Solutions, CoreLogic, BeSmarty, Anomaly Squared, SourcePoint, Total Expert, and Next Level Advisors. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We have an incredible guest for you today. He is an industry powerhouse and origination expert. He's a leading mortgage consultant. Please help me welcome Adam Clue, mortgage consultant for Success Mortgage Partners. Adam, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Michael, for having me. Oh, well, it is great to have you. Before we dive in and start talking mortgage and origination, everything, for our listeners who maybe don't know you, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into the mortgage industry? Oh, man. Well, um, I started out as a firefighter, um, and I really wanted to invest in real estate. So I, I really, that's kind of what got me into understanding mortgages and and even financing properties was trying to do it myself. Um, and uh, eventually I went back to school, got my MBA in finance, tried to figure out where I could go make a bunch of money in the finance sector and uh, realized that mortgage guys were doing pretty good. So <laughs> I got, I, I, I already kind of knew a little bit about the mortgage side of stuff. So I got my license and, and started writing loans from there. Oh, fantastic. Well, and, and the background of a firefighter, that's not the typical path that people take to being a, a mortgage originator. But to be honest with you, I mean, it seems like, especially in today's market, people are always putting out fires. You're always rushing to get a file. You're always getting that. So I'm sure some of those skills are quite transferable. Yeah. And, and you know, the firefighter's uh, schedule allows you to transition pretty well into another gig because you work 24 hours on and 48 hours off. So I had quite a bit of time to work on uh, the business, you know. I love it. And the fact that you went back, you went to school, you focused on finance. What can I do? Where do I need to be? So let's talk about today's current market, right? You know, two years ago, the loans are flying off the shelves. Rates now have fluctuated. They've been creeping up. The refi market's kind of, you know, dried up for the most part. Purchases are a little bit more difficult. What are some of the things you're seeing in today's market? Well, um, I, there's still a lot of people buying homes. Um, I, um, man, I don't want to nerd out too much on this because uh, we could get into economics discussion for, for the whole uh, podcast, but um, you know the demographics determine destiny, and we're looking at probably one of the largest populations of you know twenty five to thirty five year olds who need to buy their first homes, and there's just not enough of them. And um, you know what you're looking at right now is uh, you know we're in record low inventory numbers, but it doesn't feel like it because the Fed is slamming on the brakes to try to control pricing prices by you know raising rates. So. Um, I, I feel like, uh, yeah, for some, it could feel very slow, but there are still a lot of transactions, a lot of people, you know, looking to buy, there's a lot of people who still need to get into the market. And as rents rise, 
it's going to continue to be a um you know a, 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 a something where people are going to be pushed into the the trying to purchase a home because the alternative which is rental prices is going to make buying a home still seem very attractive so well and i'm glad you brought that up because i think perspective is so important if you compare mm-hmm. it to the previous two years yep it's a little bit of a rough year it's not not as great as it used to be but if you look historically over the last 40 50 years this is still going to be what one of the top 10 origination years yep. in the history of the like you said, people are still buying homes. What I find, though, is as an originator, you got to be probably more strategic. They're, the deals are a little bit harder to come by. You have to work a little bit harder. Walk me through where should LOs be spending their time and what are some of the, the pitfalls? What are some of the mistakes some LOs are making in this current market? Um, I think the ones that are paranoid about the interest rate are passing that fear onto their customers. So that's probably one of the biggest pitfalls that I see. Um, and it's also going to be where you're looking for loans, right? I mean, again, we talked about that demographic shift there. Um, so if you were a loan officer that was working in an area without a lot of first time home buyers, and, um, you know, I actually come from a similar situation as the Sarasota, Florida, where there's lots of people with plenty of money to purchase cash. It's like over 70% cash purchases in my market. Um, you're going to you're going to see your loans drop off because that customer doesn't want to it's not as easy of a decision to finance it when the rates are 7%. Right. Um so so when you have the alternative to throw cash down, they're more likely to do that. But when you're talking about the person that doesn't have the couple hundred thousand dollars needed, they still have to have a loan and that's got to be the customer that you're going after that 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 entry level or step up level buyer who needs the mortgage to get the house that they want. So let's talk about purchase transactions. One of the areas that I think a lot of loan consultants struggle with is how do I foster and grow relationships with those real estate agents? If I'm going to really have success in purchase and first time home buyers, how do I develop those relationships? What have you found that works? Um, well, I think face-to-face is important. Um, as much as I try to do a lot over Zoom and things like that, the face-to-face transactions are are a huge um, part of it. Um, but also really taking advantage of the new contacts on the other side of a transaction. I mean, there's no better advertisement than you working in a transaction and impressing the listing agent on the other side of it. Um, you know, that's the, that's the easiest way to pick up a new relationship. And, um, one of the things that I do, um, is I send out bomb bomb video updates, which if you're not familiar with bomb bomb, it's just a yep. quick email, um, you know, uh, video distribution, video email system where you can click a couple buttons and it sends it out. And I send that out, um, you know, on a weekly basis to everybody on the transaction and it, it gets them to see my face. So they, they know me. As a like, yeah, it's not a face to face where I'm sitting across from them, but they they know who I am and associate the face with that. So it's a little easier for them to remember me, and and they're also getting something every week that has my contact information on it, and you know they they like it. It's just a fun little, I'll call it almost a gimmick, you know. Well, I love it because really what you're telling me is you've humanized your brand, right? Yeah. And when yeah. you can send out those videos while you would like to get face to face as much as possible. That's also one of the things that will limit growth when the market turns. So if you can come up with leveraging technology and different mechanisms like this, where you're still in front of people, 
They're mm-hmm. still seeing you. They're start, still recognizing Adam. You've built up that brand equity in a very powerful way. And it's also very duplicatable. You can send yeah. out a lot of those videos and everything. Let, you you, you kind of shifted into a good topic, especially for a fintech hunting podcast. What are some of the other technologies that you use? What are some of the technologies you think are critical to your success? So... Um... There's a there's a, a company called Medallia who has a app called Zingle, um, which is a just a texting platform. Okay. But the texting platform um, is from my number. So one of the things that as as my team started to grow, one of the big complaints I was getting was, well, who am I calling? Which phone number? Am I calling Lauren or am I calling Adam or am I calling Don? Like it's like you know who are we supposed to be calling? So what we did was we went down to a receptionist and one phone number for everything. And the Zingle system allows us to have all of our text messages go into that system so that the entire team can see it. So that is probably one of the best communication technologies. It's simple, but it, you know, it's one of the best uh, uh, changes that we made in the last year. But the thing that really is the icing on the cake about that Zingle system is that it allows me to create scheduled text campaigns that come from my phone number. So, so you've mentioned that two or three times. And I, I really want to mention this to our audience because I know exactly what you're referring to. A lot of the CRM platforms out there, and I'll use air quotes, say mm-hmm. that you can text. Well, you know it and I know it. And that's why you keep referencing this from your number. They text from a randomized phone number from the platform. Well, right. How do you build up brand equity with that borrower that you're working with or that real estate agent? And every time you send out a text from the platform, it's a different number. They don't know who the hell it is. They don't answer it. They don't respond. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And well, and, and the reason that the automation is so important from your phone number is because I'm terrible when it comes to. Um, we're coached to be consistent with our follow-up on a regular basis, you know, and with the different things. And I can be very terrible when it comes to that. But when you have a system that's texting from your phone number, I can be very consistent because exactly. I put in the date that, that I met with them and it's automatically sending out updated texts. Very simple stuff like, hey, John, just wanted to say have an awesome weekend. And that, that goes out on a Friday at three o'clock. Um, and then... Uh, on, on, on Mondays, uh, a week later, Hey, I uh, just wanted to check to see if you worked with anybody this weekend that had any mortgage questions. And because it comes from my phone number, it's personalized. Yep. Well, um, I, I love that you brought that up. Cause I think that's a great example because sometimes when people want to talk tech, they overcomplicate the hell out of it. They, they want to talk about the latest, greatest thing and all these other things and AI, this and that. Text is a very powerful tool. I always meant I always use this example when when you're working with real estate agents, are they going to pick up the phone all the time, especially if they know it's from a loan officer? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Are they really checking their email that frequently? No, no, they're sitting at open houses, they're sitting at showings, but I guarantee they have their cell phone with them. And if you're texting, even if you're just saying, hey, have a great weekend, enjoy this great weather. You know, Mich- I'm from Michigan and I know that's where you guys are headquartered. You know, we had 85 degree weather this weekend and then it snowed today. So, you know, I mean, you can 
personalize it, but the fact that you have automation, the fact that it, it allows for consistency and that's from your own number, very powerful. Any of, That's a wonderful example, and thank you. Any other technologies that you use like that that you say, hey, this is what's really helped my business grow? Well, um, man, I, I, I really got to keep it simple because I don't really know how to do all the complicated stuff, right? Um, but, you know, I mentioned before that I send out weekly videos on the transaction, and um, through Total Expert, which is a common CRM that a lot of originators are using, um, I was able to insert those videos to go out with milestones on the transaction. So, um, so there's a trigger know, event. And when this event happens, boom, it says, exactly. hey, you were clear to close or congratulations, whatever it may be. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Now, I'll tell you, I'll give it out for free, kind of how I have it set up. Uh, you know, I used to the way I used to do it, I would mention the borrower's names and the address in the video to make it extremely personalized. And I thought that was like this huge, important thing with it. And then I changed it to a general one and no one knew the difference. And they still replied to it the same way. Um, so it made it where I was doing, I was doing all of this work to do the same thing every single week with this. And now it just says, Hey, um, just wanted to say congratulations for going under contract. Um, you know, I look forward to working with you guys. It's always exciting to be purchasing a new, uh, you know, property. And, um, you know, we're going to be ordering the appraisal here shortly. And once we get it, I'll let you know. And I have another automated email that comes out when the appraisal gets ordered. So they get another video email and they think, Oh man, your communication is awesome. Like, well, and for the most part, it really is awesome. And I love that you bring this up. And, I, and there's a reason why we're having this conversation. I love what you're saying. I, I coach thousands of loan officers. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that they make is if in their head, personalization is I have to call Mary and Bob by name and I have to use this. And I can make it sound very personal and say, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, congratulations, you have been clear to close. Yeah. Sounded personal. I never mentioned Adam's name, but then the power of duplication takes over. And once you have those triggers set up, you now have those videos for at least the next six months or the next year for every transaction. Right. And the nice thing about it, too, is that the personalization is still there because the email has the at the address in the subject bar and the person's name. Hey, Jamie, just wanted to drop this quick video to you. And then the video's there. So there, the the personalization is still, you didn't really lose it, you know? So, right. Yeah. I, I love that. That is a, a great example. Talk to me about what are some of the other things that you see for the rest of the year? Is the spring buying season going to hit? get going, heat up, get some momentum? Do you see it kind of still kind of let's wait and see where things go? What are you kind of anticipating for the next, you know, quarter or two? Well, um, I feel like I'm about to talk a little above my pay grade here, but I could, I could tell you my <laughs> prediction. Um, I think that the Fed is in the, between a rock and a hard place right now because inflation's not going away. Um, it, it's, they, they've, they've kind of got it to settle down a little bit with the raise interest rates, but the, the housing market is going to have the opposite effect that every other pricing market has. Meaning that as, as it, once inflation is, is under control, which is already starting to decrease in the price of chicken and gas and everything like that, Eggs and everything else, yep. normal, right. And 
rates come down because that's what they, they have to do that because of what's happening in the bond market right now and the inverse yield curves it's causing these banks to fail they they can't keep rates where they're at right now they, it's going to have a, a isolated effect impact on the, the housing market for single family homes because when rates decrease affordability increases and now you have all of these these young buyers who've been sitting on the sidelines that are all going hey a three hundred thousand dollar house is Three is, is way more affordable for me now, and they're going to all be getting in at the same time. It's going to be a feeding frenzy, and you're going to end up driving the price back up to being unaffordable again. So, right. I think and inventory people, issues piggyback that as well. Well, right. I mean, because of the inventory issues, right? Yep. If there was enough supply, that wouldn't be a problem. But because of the inventory issues, you're you what the the afford the housing affordability problem is not an interest rate problem; it's a supply problem. No matter how, if, and we saw that happen in 2020 and 2021, how rapidly prices rose because there was a limited inventory. When you, I mean, laws of basic economics. Yep. Low supply, high demand means higher prices. So even, you know, even little things that they think they're doing to help right now, like making the uh, loan level price adjustments better for first-time home buyers and reducing the mortgage insurance for FHA um, borrowers, that's not really helping affordability because they're all competing for the same home. So they're just going to drive up the price of it to the payment of where you, you get to a point where that you reach that equilibrium of, you know, hey, this is the price of our limited supply. I mean, we don't Great shop points. based on price. We shop based on payment. And as the interest rates lower, it makes the payment more affordable and that drives the prices up. And then you're still going to end up with a $2,500 payment that a lot of people can't afford. So Adam, let's talk about, we're winding down. You and I could talk for hours. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, I can get into this. You've got a lot of great information. Tell us a little bit about Success Mortgage Partners. For those people that maybe don't know Success Mortgage Partners, what's kind of unique about you guys? What What's different? What's special? What do you want people to know? Oh, man, I would say the name really kind of summarizes it. So the success side of things, um, they their their whole mantra is trying to help you be successful. And I, and they, I truly believe that they that the sky is the limit there. They don't want to, you know, limit how far and how high you go. Um, obviously, mortgages is what we do. And then partners, it, it, the, the mantra is success is what we're about. Mortgages is what we do. And partners is how we treat people. And that's the experience that I have there is that, like, everybody that's there is, like, there to partner with you and grow your business. I just partnered with another loan officer um, to share resources with, and it was easy. I mean, the corporate bent over backwards to try to make it so that that everything came together well. It's it's an awesome place to be to grow at. So fantastic! And if Adam, if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to find out more information, they want to just talk shop about the email systems and some of the other tools, or maybe they want to get a loan from you. What's the best way they can get a hold of you? Um, my phone number, 941-269-8365. We have a real good system for making sure that you get through to me. Um, and our website, abnormortgagenerd.com, has a, a scheduling link on there. So if you wanted to go on there and schedule a call with me, be happy to. Adam, thank you so much for joining this episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. What does instant mean to you when it comes to income and employment verification? With the demand for loans increasingly being met with a competitive edge, lenders should turn towards automation. 
A key way lenders can move digital is by leveraging instant income and the employment data from the work number, which helps them keep pace in an era where every day brings new challenges. To learn more, visit theworknumber.com. Fintech hunting is brought to you by Next Level Advisors. Next Level Advisors, where businesses come to grow. Are you struggling to keep up with record origination volumes? From property valuation and appraisal to title insurance and closing services, WFG Enterprise Solutions provides flexible mortgage origination services that address your organization's needs head-on. By taking the time to understand how you run your business, WFG can create solutions that save you time and money on every transaction. That's why WFG consistently earns Net Promoter's world-class ranking for customer satisfaction. Innovative solutions, world-class customer satisfaction. Get to know WFG today at WFGLS.com. Are you looking to close more loans in 2021? Experience accelerates award-winning customer engagement platform featuring lead management, CRM, call routing, sales enablement, marketing automation, borrower engagement, and data intelligence through innovative use of multi-channel marketing, text, social media, email, direct mail, phone, ringless voicemail, retargeting, and so much more. Incelerate, helping lenders close more loans through better borrower engagement. Schedule your personal demo today at Incelerate.com. Anomaly Squared Call Center Outsourcing Services. Our well-trained agents handle mortgage industry inbound calls and outbound leads, proven to help you reach and close more borrowers by utilizing a live transfer process. Learn how we can help at AnomalySquared.com. <laughs>